Landmark Media Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. It is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Monday. That's Monday, August 6th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News, current events, we can do that. Let's talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do so. Take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Uh, I was going to mention follow me on Twitter, but I don't do that anymore. Send us a text on anything at any time. That's real mobile 77031. We'll read it. We'll look at it. We may use it on the air. You never know. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Besides all your great phone calls, of course, Mo has news in a few minutes. Yes, sir. We work off that. Jack is with us. Hey. Pinkman is here. Hi. Right after the news with Mo at about 4.02. A bonus round of closest to the pin, followed by Jack's audio file. We have Monday movie review today. I think uh, both Wanzi and Doug should be coming in. I don't know. Regular round of closest to the pin. Stephen Kramer, attorney at law. He's back with us at 6. And then we'll have some, maybe, I don't know, drive home music for you, then PPT. To wrap up things at the end of the program. Well, a tie is better than a loss. So there we go with Orlando City against New England. Got one point. Yeah. Better than a kick yes. in the pants, right? Moved up another spot or two, Couple right? Spots, yeah. What are we, eighth? We're eighth out of 11. So there you go. Well, we went into the game. We were 10th out of 11, so we're good. It was yeah. the most exciting yeah. game I've ever seen. But, uh, you know, a tie is a tie, and a tie is a better than the loss. Mm-hmm. That, uh, Indeed. Earl, come on, buddy. Earl. Come on, stay awake. Stay awake, Earl. Come on. That's a goalkeeper. Gotta stay alert. Earl Edwards Jr. you're referring yeah, to there? He, yeah. Know, not for nothing, Earl, but, you know, I think <sighs> maybe even Pinkman could have blocked that one. Oh, well, let's yeah, not I go overboard. Yeah, I, face. yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, just, Earl, come on, wake up. Stop daydreaming. So anyway, yeah, I think no. it might have been, you know. He was thinking about something else, maybe. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Happened to me in Little League when I was playing first base. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was dreaming were... about something. Got knocked right in the forehead with a uh, oh, with a hardball. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ouch. It I didn't even hurt, that. you know, because when you don't see it coming, yeah, you're just an old sudden. That's shocking. You know, you're on the ground and mm-hmm. like, what the hell happened? The next thing you know, you were on the ground? Yeah, I got knocked out. Oh. Yeah, been there, done that. Oh, concussion. Maybe you had a concussion. I might have. I don't know. Did you, did you take a nap? Right after? there, right on the forehead. Oh, like, come right center into yeah. your forehead. Oh, my. Goodness gracious. I don't think it was that 
because it was a throw from shortstop, and I was just like, bonk, where were you? Bonk, first base, playing first base. Oh, first base. That's where lefties always play? Lefties usually play, play first, first base. base. Yeah, because they're lefties. I'm just asking. As opposed to shortstop. Or you can't play that. Catcher. Well, yeah, you can, but you're going to be a you're going to uh, be a step. You're you. going to be a step behind. Uh-huh. And you're going to turn. I know and throw. you're always belly aching. There are some roles you can't play. And well, shortstop, I, shortstop, I mean, uh, playing shortstop. That's a that's a premier position, mm-hmm. man. That's a coveted position. Shortstop. You're good enough in baseball to play shortstop, and they say, well, you're you're good. You're a great fielder, but you're left-handed. You can't take that chance because you're going to have to. Field and then turn and take a step. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. We can't afford that. Come on, mm-hmm. get back on first base. Anything else happen over the weekend? You have to talk baseball. Oh, Jack, are you boo How many games are I... they behind uh, Boston now? Nine. <laughs> Who? Who's they? What are you talking the about? Those oh, Yankees oh. of yours. Yeah, the Yankees. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ouchie, no. ouch, ouch. The Yankees uh, chose this weekend to drop out of Major League Baseball. <laughs> no, they're coming back. How many Big, games are they behind They're joining now? the MLS. Are they nine, nine and a half games? Eight, uh, and, a half, eight and a half. Eight. God bless America. I was right. driving home yesterday. I heard them go ahead, like to go up 3-2 or oh, go yeah, up 3-whatever, yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. thinking, oh, Jack's going to be in a good mood. And then I wake up this morning to see some of the pundits who are from New England uh-huh. just crowing about... The fact that the Red Sox uh, just crushed the Yankees, and I thought, oh, my God, what happened? Why does Donald Trump uh, attack black athletes? What's the deal with that? Of course, you've been paying any attention to uh, the things he's been saying about LeBron James, which is interesting to me because LeBron James, you know, uh, pours out the money to, uh, to build a school in his hometown of Akron and f- fill it full of uh, school supplies. And give kids, I think, bikes and bike helmets so they can get from their neighborhood to school. Yeah. And does all these other things, right? Mm-hmm. And then remember, now Donald Trump, Donald Trump is the one who had that fake Trump University. Yes. It was a big, fun, bunch of phony baloney. You it was a correct. piece of, yeah, it was a big, it was a big, uh, it was a big gigantic lie is what it was. And then he has the audacity to do what? So I guess, uh, you know, LeBron was saying, you know, just mentioned passing as he's interviewed with uh, from, with uh, Don Lemon, in an interview with Don Lemon on CNN, who's got the bubbly. <laughs> so. Uh, I like Don Lemon. So LeBron, you know, just, you know, he said, among other things, I, I think he said I would never sit across from him, meaning the that. president. And then the president goes, uh, you know, goes bazoop. You know, what is it about? What is it about Donald Trump that calls people of color stupid or low IQ? He does it all the time with black people all yeah. over, though, not just Africans. You know, it's that racial dog whistle. This is why some of you uh, Trump uh, acolytes love him because, in your heart of hearts, you uh, you think just the way that he does, which essentially you're bigoted and and racist. Oh come on! Now. You might not know it, but every once in a while we have to point out that that's exactly what you are. You love that kind of stuff. You know, whether it's Maxine Waters or LeBron James or Don Lemon, you know, anybody of color. It's, oh, there it goes again. That's the old, that's the old, that's the old trope. That's the old trope about people of color that we've had in this country for hundreds of years. The people of color, especially black people, they just don't have quite the same level of intelligence as white people, right? So he uses that dog whistle, the one that you know in your heart of hearts, in your brain, yet you you agree with, but you don't have the courage to say anything. So you let this uh, this guy in the White House uh, do it for you. Let's see what else is happening. That's a lot of things. There's something. Oh yeah, the Catholic Church. I knew you were going there. 
this should be very interesting to see what happens because the Catholic Church, as part of dogma, as part of doctrine, is now opposed to the death penalty. Yeah. Ooh. This means that your priests and your bishops from the pulpit in the church uh there's no there's no there's no there's no uh varying from this if you're roman catholic it's like well you know the the church is really not very clear the church you know before had this in certain circumstances uh to protect society not anymore the pope has issued the decree it's now part of doctrine it would now be taught in catholic schools as part of doctrine your priests uh, if there's any uh, talk or mention of capital punishment, your priest or your bishop or whomever will say, well, if you asked how does the church stand uh, when it comes to the death penalty, mm-hmm. they must say the church stands against the death penalty in all cases and in all circumstances. That That's is the decree stand. now from the Pope, the Holy Father of the Roman Catholic Church. So now the real question is, as a Roman Catholic, you say, well, or do you, or do you want to do one of those modern Roman Catholic things? Well, you know, that's the Pope, and he's the leader of the church. But, you know, mm, classic case in point is, I believe the governor of Nebraska is Roman Catholic. Okay. As are many members of the United States Supreme Court, I think maybe even four of them, maybe more. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, in Nebraska, they are getting ready, I think at the end of this month, to execute their first death row prisoner in something like 20 or 30 years. And they're now asking the governor of Nebraska, and I think even a majority of Nebraskans are opposed to the death penalty, but they're now calling on the governor of Nebraska to say, well, dude, I mean, your church that you belong to, that you follow, that is your faith, uh, says that capital punishment in all instances is is uh, not in good standing anymore with the church. The church stands opposed to capital punishment in all cases. Yeah. But you're going, but as a Roman Catholic, despite you knowing that the church has taken a different stand on this, you're still going to proceed with the execution. Yeah, okay. All right. All right, bro. It's cool. You can go to uh, confession the next day. You kind of get out of it, right? Isn't that the deal with Catholics? Yeah, you do your penance. Yeah, you do, as long as you penance. Do your penance, you confess your sins. A couple then, of our fathers, Hail Marys, boom, you're good to go. Well, it depends on what you did. Yeah. It does seem, I mean, if you if you err from the And if the you're teaching, uh, 14 years old and, you know, you're, you're, you're confessing your sins and yeah. you told your, you know, the, the mm-hmm. priest in the confession that you, you know, that you, what, what, what? oh boy. <laughs> off 15 times, Goodness you know, the day before. Yeah. You know, I might give you a couple of, no pun intended, a handful of hey, hey, our fathers it. and Hail Marys. But I mean, if you go in and, you know, tell the uh, tell the priest that, uh, you know, you shot somebody. But as long as you say well, you're sorry. It's your well, it's not you say you got to do your penance, Mo. You got to do uh, your penance. Uh-huh. Plus, I think if you admit to a violent crime, I think they're allowed to go to authorities. I don't know. Are they? No, no it's private. If someone yeah. else is in they danger. Can, they cannot yeah. be compelled. Yeah. Oh, compelled. So if they found out that you had committed a robbery, Mr. Pinkman, and then they called on the, and they knew that you had gone to confession, they can't compel the priest to testify in court against you, no matter what you may have told them. I did my Hail Marys. Thank you very much. Do any much. Our Fathers? No. 
Yeah. Only so, one. Anyway. So a couple of things to think about as we proceed. Mo's up next with the news. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. It's Moira, it's Moira, it's Moira. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. It's Moira, it's Moira, it's Moira. I don't know. She's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. It's Moira, it's Moira. Time for the news. Here's Mo. Oh, we got a story, and it has to do with a local, I don't want to say celebrity, but a titan of industry, and that is Brian France. You know, I don't know if you know this name, but this is the guy who runs, the France family runs NASCAR. They own it. They do. They what? run it. They own it. All of it. Yeah, well, the, yeah, they right, own it. They do. Well, the CEO of NASCAR, Brian France, yeah. a 56-year-old guy, right. has been arrested for driving while intoxicated, what? running a stop sign, and criminal possession of oxycodone. Oh, Brian. He was arrested last night in out on Long Island, out in the Hamptons. Doesn't he own or used to own or that mm. uh, restaurant in Winter Park? I don't know. Luna, I think. Oh, does he still? No. I Huh? Does he I still? don't know. Oh, I, I, I never knew that. Well, he was out at, you know, all the way out on Long Island. Yeah. Uh, they pulled him over 730 last night, ran a stop sign, driving his Lexus down the main drag. Oop. During the stop, the traffic stop, just for merely running a stop sign, he would have been fine. Except police determined he was operating his vehicle in an intoxicated condition. Uh-oh. Then they searched him and they found oxy pills in his possession. Yeah, maybe he's got a bum knee. He was arrested. He was held overnight in Whoa. the pokey. And he was released after he was arraigned this morning. Uh, when mm. they asked NASCAR, according to ESPN, they asked NASCAR, what's going to be with this guy? They said, we're aware of this. We're gathering more information. <laughs> we're waiting for him to write the statement. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, well. it's not mm-hmm. like CE. I mean, I know. they own the whole damn thing, the France family. It was do. the great-grandfather, the grandfather, whomever, mm-hmm. you know, the start of this stuff. Right. And uh, they own it. Come on, Brian. Yeah, he owns Luma, Luke's, and Prado. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Luke's, that's Oxy. good. Oxy. Mm. Oxy. Oh, yeah, a little depressed, you know, ask our ratings are down. Party Aww. city. You know what I'm saying? It happens around <laughs> here all the time. Yeah, so when our ratings are down, out. yeah, we hit the bottle, we hit the pills, we do whatever we can to make ourselves feel a little bit better. We understand, Just makes Brian. Just more depressed, really. We feel your pain, Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a story about the, um, the Majesty building or the Hallelujah building or the I-4 eyesore building, whatever you want to call it, that building in Altamont Springs by Crane's Roost. It's now been 17 years. It is still not finished. Uh, but there's a local guy, very creative entrepreneurial fellow whose name is Rob Starkman. He has now taken that Pez dispenser building and has put it on (laughs) socks. And that's, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of this company, Rock'em Apparel or Rock'em Sock'em or Rock'em Socks or something like that. He came up with these eyesore on I-4 socks last week. They are flying off the shelves. Oh, and, Phillips, yeah. file, Phillips file socks. Phillips file socks with your face on them. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessary, mm. but we can well, have the logo or something. He started it when 
Uh, Michael Jordan's son was going to UCF, and yeah. there was a big controversy over did he wear the UCF stuff or his father had a deal endorsement deal with Nike or something. Some anyway, he started right, these... UCF had Adidas. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So then he made all these UCF things, and now he's got yeah. uh, a lot of cool socks. The next socks that are on the drawing board are Buddy Dyer socks. This is how so, men uh, nowadays uh, give themselves a little bit of flair. You know, they're wearing the cool standard, yeah. you know, dark blue or dark gray suit to work if you have to wear a suit. Mm-hmm. And this is a way to kind of stand out. You get some fancy schmancy, colorful, weird socks. Yeah. And uh, that trend will be over with. Probably within another couple of years. It turns out that the next socks that are on the drawing board are either Buddy Dyer socks and John Morgan socks. So why can't there be Phillips file socks? Just saying. Why not? Hey, somebody, Rob. You listening, sock man? Rob Starkman, you who? Anyway, there's that. Knit up a prototype. Let's take a look at it. (laughs) Reverend Al Sharpton is demanding justice following the fatal shooting of Marquise McLaughlin over in Clearwater in a news conference. He was over there this weekend. Uh, The Reverend Al uh, said this stand your ground law here is being used as an excuse to undermine African-American lives. He said the data shows this stand your ground law is overwhelmingly used in white on black crimes versus white on white or even black on black crime. That is correct. McLaughlin, who was the 28-year-old father whose girlfriend parked in the handicapped zone, was fatally shot during an argument uh, with some vigilante guy who was in the habit of patrolling the parking lots and hassling people who parked uh, in what he thought was inappropriately. Uh, Why don't you go and talk to the manager? Why don't you say, you know... Yeah. No, he... he Took justice into his own hands. Well, I mean, well, all yeah. of us have been that way. We see somebody park, we think You'd it's like inappropriate. We'd like to say something. Well, well you, this guy did, and he shot you know. him. And he shot him dead. A Tallahassee, speaking of guns, a Tallahassee man caught on video brandishing a gun in front of kids and others at a local fast food place is under arrest today. <laughs> Gee, I Charges why. against this 38-year-old included aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, cruelty toward children, and improperly exhibiting a firearm up in Leon County. They identified the suspect with the help of video taken in the... I don't know, the ball pit or something, I don't know, in the drive-thru of this uh, fast food place. And it was posted on Facebook. In the video, the guy is heard yelling that someone tried to fight with him over a hamburger. So he decided to wave his gun around in front of kids at the fast food joint. All right, come on, bub. Seems fair. No. Space Coast residents here in Central Florida, we'll get to eat. Well, you have two choices, Jim. You can either stay up late or get up very early to catch the latest rocket launch. Lift off of the SpaceX Falcon 9 from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station. Remains scheduled for tomorrow, early morning, 1.18 a.m. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, I'm not my. doing that. I, I don't have a good uh, line of sight. Well, you know what? You watch it on yeah, SpaceX. No, then you have, to get, you have to go someplace. You know, I don't have a good line of sight. I'm yeah. not doing that. The rocket trees. will carry an Indonesian yeah. satellite into orbit. Watch to it improve, on TV. It's going to improve telecommunications over in Indonesia, India, and other places. Anyway... This is the 15th mission of SpaceX this year. I don't know if they're trying to recover the booster stage. All right, let's hold it there. We're going to get some more news with Mo, the birthdays, the food, bonus round of closest to the pin at 4 on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, it's a different kind of heat out there nowadays. Let's get back to the news. Don't forget, uh, bonus round of closest to the pin at the top. Here's Mo. I don't know what I was thinking last week, but I didn't tell you Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday was watermelon. Saturday chocolate chip cookie, Sunday oyster day. Ooh. And now you're caught up. All right? Thank Watermelon goodness. day, chocolate chip cookie, oyster. Now, today is August 6th, 2018, and today is a day that I think 
most people like at some level. It's root beer float day. Almost had uh, one this past weekend. It's a right? dessert. No, not Who dessert. Doesn't li- root beer float, that's good stuff. It's, wait, r- soda and ice cream? Vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that's not a dessert, Mo? It, it's something, I don't know, that you ha- I have a dinner, and then you have a root beer float after dinner? You're not going to no, have it with would, dinner. No, you wouldn't have. It's not a dessert. It's a dessert. It's ice cream. It's not dessert. Like, if you have, you know, you have yeah, meatloaf. I see where and, you're coming from. You know what I mean? And then you sit down to a bowl of ice cream after. That's dessert. Yeah, you're not going to have a bowl of ice cream and a root beer float. No. no. But you are going to have, you know, if you I don't get know, but yeah, root beer float constitutes float. really a dessert. No, a root beer float is just, what do you have when you okay. say, let's go a out and get, and fries, a, let's go and out and get some ice cream? So you're going out. That's a dessert. It's, that's a, a snack. Treat. It's a treat. It's, it's, it's a, a sundry. It's not something no, you it's not pair with food. It's sundry, but what? It's, yes. I, I know plenty of chefs and people who think they're chefs. This is not an item you pair with food. Root beer floats. Oh, I don't know. Agreed. Yeah, burger, fries, and a root beer float. If you're oh. going, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, if you're eating burger, you don't stop to drink uh, your soda with ice cream in it. Have it's, a milkshake? Why? Of course you do. Yeah, if you're yeah. on summer vacation, yes, of, course of course you, course you, you do. do. You people. Nope. Anyway, today's You're living root beer, in the fifties. Root beer float day. All right. Listen, we'll kill the messenger. Back when Mo was in college. The long-running red tide outbreak on the Gulf Coast of Florida is this creep, is a rip. Is creeping northward. It started down in Fort Myers and Naples. The root beer float and no. the red tide. No, the root red beer tide. Float. But yeah. yeah, that too. Okay. This is, uh, it started this is because in Naples and Fort Myers. Many, many, many years of uh, now, inattention to our environment, and it's the you know you can blame the governors, and you can blame the senators, and you can blame the Army Corps of Engineers, and you can blame developers. This is what happens when you pour a lot of crap and nonsense into the water when you curtail the free flow of water, like from uh, the middle of the, the state down into the Everglades. This is what happens. We reap what we sow. When you when they say we've rolled back regulations, this is a byproduct of regulations not in effect. This has been going on long before, you know, the rollback of regulations. Well, I mean, if there's whenever they talk about rolling back regulations, people are, oh yeah, regulations are suffers, bad. Yeah. Regulations are one of the things that helps I agree. the environment it and keep it in check. It turns out though that it started down in Naples, Fort Myers. It's all the way up to Sarasota. You rob the now, water of oxygen, and this is what you get. You get algae blooms, and then uh, yeah. you're, you know you're depleting the water of oxygen, and then all these. God, I saw one slide where there was a manatee that was dead. It was upside down, toes up. Oh, this is taking a big bite out of tourism. People can't go to the beach. Correct. They can't go fishing. They just go outside. They start coughing and wheezing. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous to 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 your health as well. It's not just oh, the water's green. Ew. It's more than that. Yeah. And it's creeping up this way. The head football coach at Ohio State, Urban Meyer, did he or didn't he know about the domestic violence claim against a former assistant? Ohio State says the inquiry, they've hired an outside law firm. Where Bianchi's been all over this. And the inquiries expect to be completed in two weeks. Meyer was put on paid leave last week after the ex-wife of a former wide receiver coach, Zach Smith, said she told Meyer's wife in 2015 her then-husband was abusing her. I don't think in- Bianchi's liked uh, Urban Meyer since I- Urban Meyer coached the Gators. He hasn't. Why? I don't know. I think he does his hair. It might be what? a hair jealousy. <laughs> oh, <thing>. boy. <laughs> the roller coaster ride for Florida gasoline prices continues. For Florida motorists, AAA says now it's two seventy five a gallon, and then it's going to drop, and then it's going to go up, and then it's going to go down. The average, the highest price is two ninety. That's pretty expensive. That's down in West Palm Boca, as always. The cheap stuff is a little under um, 
the lowest one is Tampa Bay. That's 265. Orlando, Punta Gorda, 266. U.S. Senator, Florida's U.S. Senator Marco Rubio says Robert Mueller should be allowed to continue his investigation into Russia interference in the election and possible connections with the Trump campaign. Appearing on Fox News yesterday, Sunday, Fox News Sunday, that's the name of the show, right? The Florida Republican defended the special counsel following the tweet asking Mm. Jeff Sessions to, you know, shut it down and all of this. The best thing for the president, according to Rubio... The best thing for the country and the president was to let this investigation run its course. Exactly. I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, like in the space of a week. Right? And I mean, just over the course of time. Well, there was no meeting with the Russians, and then there's a meeting, but then it was about adoption, and then this and that. Yeah. And now it's now he's now he's saying, yeah, well, there was a meeting, but so what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, no. So you lied from it the get go, and then you work. lied again, and lied, and lied, and lied, and lied, and then your spokesman lie about this and that yeah. and whatever. He's getting nervous because uh, Sonny Boy, mm. uh, his namesake, may be going to, uh, may be indicted. Leavenworth, yeah. Well, yeah, they had a meeting, and yeah, we were looking on dirt on Hillary, yeah. but oh, uh, so what? That mm. doesn't uh, constitute collusion. You can't take anything of value from a foreign government when during in campaigning. And that's something of value. That information was of value. It doesn't have to be just money. Yeah, correct. If you're soliciting anything from people, favors, ba- information from a foreign say, national, well, we didn't get anything. Well, we didn't get anything. Well, it did you try to get something? Yeah, if you certainly. tried, you still violated the law in the eyes of many. Oh, we didn't know. Well, whatever. We we're just know. naive. Uh, you know, we're just stupid. We never thought we'd win the election anyway. DJ TJ, um, that's Don Jr. Um, the president now has to come out and, and sort of defend his wonderful son, uh, <laughs> Jr. Um, uh, Trump uh, is tweeting that the meeting was to get information on an opponent, totally legal, done all the time in politics. Not with a, not when you're not dealing with, with a foreign, no. foreign government. Mm-hmm. No. And since they got nothing out of it, he thinks it's fine. Now he says the intent of the meeting was to dig up damaging info about Hillary. Well, so now you've actually admitted that you did something wrong and illegal. And, of course, he then says, and, and doesn't say his son, you know, I, meaning he, the president, didn't know about it. Yeah, and then you wrote, when you're on Air Force One, you wrote up. The excuse letter, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So well, uh, tell everybody it was about adoptions. What, like a note to school? Yeah. 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 He wrote the, yeah. Please excuse yeah, Don Jr. Correct. Yeah, it was all about adoption. Please excuse yeah, Don okay, Jr. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Northern California's Mendocino Complex fire is now the fifth largest in California history. The two fires making up this Mendocino fire have burned more than 266,000 acres. It's the most serious of the 17 major fires burning out in California, mm. threatening now 15,000 buildings. Um, the president did declare it a major disaster, making federal funds available to help recovery efforts. Beautiful up that way. Now, the car fire, C-A-R-R fire, has now claimed a seventh life. Uh, an employee, a crew member for Pacific Gas and Electric, says one of its crew members was killed yesterday near Redding, California, doing repair work <sighs> in a remote area. The Trump administration is also set to reinstate its first sanctions against Iran since the president pulled the U.S. out of that Iran deal. Uh, they're going to talk about that today. Uh, you know, they always do something this, you know, wild when they're trying to divert attention, when the noose is tightening on one end, then they do something over here, you mm-hmm. know? So it's sort of like a, Ooh, look over here. Look at squirrel. No, look over here. 
Yeah, so they're doing one of those, um, bait and, you know, switcheroos. Uh, you remember that the president took us out of the Iran deal in May, uh, despite being urged by allies not to do so. Um, but well, now- we're out of it, but the other four or five, what do you call them, signatories to that deal, they're still in it. They're in it, yeah. That's true. No, they're in it. Uh, I don't know if you have we one. We showed of- them. Mm. You have one of these Alexas, you know, where you say, Alexa, play no, real radio. Okay. I do not. Well, yes. Alexa may now be, spy on you. now be able to protect your home against potential thievery. Yeah, they're listening to everything. Amazon smart speaker has a sure. new feature called away mode, which attempts to trick would-be burglars into believing people are actually at home going about their business oh, as like usual. like home alone. It plays pre-recorded audio that runs about an hour each of real conversations or skits that could be taking place inside the home. The what do you say, record me now? Mm, I don't know. Well, what if that's on the recording? I don't know. Creators of this feature say the idea, <laughs> I don't know. It's built around funny but somewhat common conversations. It's not really something they record from you. Uh, Just leave the TV on and get a big dog. Including a couple breaking up. There's one conversation that's a couple fighting. Oh, so you get the cops called on you for domestic violence. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And they can't get in, so they have to use a battering ram. Yeah, and then they're like, someone's got to go to jail now. Mm-hmm. Who's going to pay for this door? It's Alexa. She pays. There are some charges, uh, I'm sorry, not charges, changes. There are some changes in the works if you're a customer of MoviePass. Last week, we told you they were upping the price. That is no longer the case. Hey! That's good news, right? Yay! They're no longer raising it to $14.95. It's staying at $9.95. That's the good news. It starts August 15th. But uh, they are now limiting you. It used to be you could see one movie a day. Now it's only three movies a month. Oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's good news and bad news. Good news is the price stays the same. So bad I go news. from 31 movies to three. Right. And I'm supposed to just accept this? That is correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I can, <laughs> That's yes. fine with me. Uh-huh. Now, there are still some movies they don't let you see. I don't know why. They gray them out on your phone. Not appropriate. No. It was Mission Impossible. They won't let me see it in, at any theater around town. I don't know why. I guess it's one of the brand new ones if it's just out or something. They don't well, let I know you- people are paying, you know. Top dollar for yeah. it, so they're not letting me slide in on, on the movie pass. Uh, anyway, they will be transitioning you, I'll say, to the new plan, uh, you know, a new plan uh, with your next service renewal. So there's that. Uh, Robert Redford is officially retiring from, from acting. The 81-year-old screen legend told there. Entertainment Weekly, he's 81, that his upcoming Old Man and the Gun will be his last acting job. I mean, he's been, well, listen, he's been in Butch Cassidy. He's been in Three Days of the Condor, The Sting, The Natural, The Way We Were, All the President's Men, on and on. He says he will now stick to the plan he laid out in an interview a couple of years ago when he said he'd do two more movies and then that's it, basta. He's done with acting. He starred last year with Jane Fonda in a show on Netflix called Our Souls at Night, where he plays a bank robber or some such thing. Really? You see that, anybody? I thought that was a... Theater release. I thought it was Netflix. I don't know. I finished Glow season two. Uh Yeah? What do you think? I like it. I like the series. Pretty good, right? Yeah, it is very good. I thought it even got stronger towards the end there. I agree with you. Yeah. Singer Demi Lovato broke her silence two weeks after that apparent overdose, drug overdose. She released a statement saying she now needs time to heal and focus on her sobriety and her road to recovery. Oh, what are you eating there? Dog biscuit? What is that thing? Moe's eating during the news? What is that? I'm not eating anything. It looks like a... What is that? What is, is that, a, Mo? It's what a protein it? bar. Tell us what it is. A half-eaten protein bar just sitting on my yeah on my milk bone or something on my on my rundown. Is, no, that, it's, is that sitting on the sign that says no food and drink in the studio? Uh, no, 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 no,
Uh, Demi Lovato <laughs> says that she needs to um, thank everybody who helped her, her fans, her doctors, her her team, her all of that. Yeah, what's her status now uh, medically? She's still in the hospital, right? I don't know. Well, <laughs> she says she's been transparent about this addiction, and she did. Is that right? She did. They brought her back after an apparent drug overdose. She left the hospital. She's out. I think so. Okay, just one. Um, now she says it's not something that just goes away with time. She's really got to work on it, and she's keep and she's going to keep up the the hard fight. Now, got to get that monkey off your back. Back to the back to the box office, Jim. Um, the number one movie at the box office was indeed Mission Impossible: Fallout. Tom Cruise. The number one box office movie for the second week in a row. Yeah, took I in just, another thirty-five million dollars. I watched that bit again with James Corden because my right? wife hadn't seen it. It's funny. It's a Tom Cruise. It's just you just uh, you want to dislike him and you can't. Mm-mm. It's impossible. Okay, what came yeah, in second? It. You ask. Ha <laughs> 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 <Mission> Impossible. <laughs> Listen, yeah, number, what came in second? Number two was the um, Christopher Robin movie, which uh-huh. is like the live no action uh, Winnie the Pooh kind of thing. Um, the third one I saw, The Spy Who Dumped Me. Was in the third place slot yeah. with Kate McKinnon from Summer Saturday movies. Night Live and me, Mila Kunis. Uh, that was third. I think I gave it two raisinets. It's not great. Oh, uh, we didn't even get to the movie review part of this. this oh show yeah, yeah. Yet. And fourth was Mamma Mia. The Equalizer was the top five. So there's that. Mm. Uh, we mourn the past. It's all saving Private Ryan again. How many? How many really? raisinets do you give that? Yeah, it was just on, and the one couldn't find anything how else. Many times? Probably saw. Huh? How many times have you seen that? About a hundred. Probably dozens of times. Yeah, ten, fifteen. It's a good movie. It is a good movie. We hey, mourn the but past. It was twenty years ago, Jack. That movie 30, was 20 28 years, years ago. It's amazing. You believe it? Time keeps flying by. We mourn the passing of actress Charlotte Ray. She would be known best to people who watched um, Facts of Life as Mrs. Garrett. Different strokes. Uh, different strokes. Also, ninety-two well, years old. That's different than Martha Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlotte Ray. She was the you know like Ray. the house mother in in Facts of Life. She had bone cancer and uh, oh. then pancreatic cancer before that. And so anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. she won an Emmy, a Tony, all the stuff. She had a huge fan base. We mourn the passing of oh. Charlotte Ray. And Lady Gaga had to apologize for the message she posted last week after do? the sudden death of Rick Genest. Is that how you say it? The know. artist, actor, and fashion model known as Zombie Boy. <laughs> now you're talking. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga tweeted that he committed suicide. But over the weekend, she said, I apologize. I may have spoken too soon. There was no conclusion. On the cause of death at this time, the manager told People Magazine that this guy's family and friends believe his fall from a third floor balcony was an accident. Today would have been the 90th birthday of Andy Warhol, but he has, of course, passed away. Uh, And they're celebrating at all kinds of New York City museums. The Whitney Museum of Art, for example, is holding a birthday bash for the late pop artist. Also marking the launch of tickets to the new Warhol exhibit. Andy Warhol, best known for the Campbell Soup can, of course. And and, uh, and the Marilyn Monroe, yes, is credited with saying that everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. So there you go. All right, let's get to some birthdays. Oh, I got birthdays. Now, Andy Warhol's birthday would have been today, but we're not going to count that. That would have been 90. He would have been 90. That's yeah. Points. Happy, happy birthday to Jerry Hallowell. You best know her as Ginger Spice of the Spice Girls. How old is Jerry Hallowell? 51. Ginger Spice. 41. Oh, please. Somewhere in between. I don't know. 46. On the dot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he didn't know or he knew, maybe. I don't know. I I think he knew. He's a big fan. You guys couched that. It was the midpoint of where your guesses were. I got to thank you for this. Mm -hmm. I must. Sure.
It's going to be a great weekend. Good, whatever. Thank you. Yeah. Kapuya, yeah. Thank you. Where is it? Kapuya. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the day job. I think uh, that you're going to get you. into acting thank anytime No, thank soon. you. You guys like me. You, Sign you really you. like You really me. like oh, yeah. me. Kapuya, Kapuya. There she is. Not so much. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, yeah. Oh, The director, dong. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to go with 50. 52. Oh, man, 51. Who said 50? I did. 48. Ah! You went the wrong way. Yeah. The weekend continues. I thought he was older. Okay. Yeah, he looks older. No, it's 48 yeah. only. That's it. And uh, you may best know her so as true. Punky Brewster, so Lil Moon Fry. Okay. Easy. Oh, easy. 43. <sighs> what are you going to do? Pass. No, wait a minute. Wait, who's passing? Jim just passed. Oh, pass? No, I'm going to just do up in one. 44. Damn it. 42. On the dot pinky. Yes. Uh, that was so close. Uh-huh. On the dot pinky. Kapuya, very nice. And that's the lot he does. Just call me Moira. Thank you, Mo. We're going to open up the lines. Mr. Pinkman will choose one of you at random to play against him in a bonus round of closest to the pin. You win. Good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose. Bad luck for 24 hours. Up next on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, David is on the line. He will play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin, should David win, of course. He will receive a You Matter business card that will guarantee him good fortune for the rest of his life. David also knows, however, should he lose, it means bad luck for him for 24 hours. Mr. Pigman, head to the Soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to set up your handicap for the afternoon. Here we go. David, how are you today? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I have 10 questions for you, David, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, buddy. Good luck to you. Here we go in three, two, one, begin. David, actress Charlotte Ray is dead at 92. Ray played Edna on Different Strokes. Different Strokes ran from 1978 until what year? 82. How old is former boxing champ Sugar Ray Leonard? He is 62. The American band called Sugar Ray was formed in what year? 1995. The sugar daddy candy on a stick was invented in what year? 1949. Daddy Warbucks is a fictional character in the cartoon strip Annie. He made his first appearance in what year? Could you repeat the question? Yeah, Daddy Warbucks is a fictional character in the cartoon strip Annie. He made his first appearance in what year? 1938. Annie Leibovitz is an acclaimed American portrait photographer. How old is she? Oh, gosh. Um, 67. Talk about portraits. The novel called The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde was first published in what year? 1927. Wild Wild Life is a song released by the band called The Talking Heads in what year? 
1988. Look Who's Talking is a movie starring John Travolta and Kirstie Alley. It was released in what year? 1982. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Kirstie Alley was a crow in Wichita, Kansas, her, her place of birth, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Tulsa, Oklahoma? 240. Time. All right. There we go. Oh, boy. Yep. Got his time. Yeah, well, it happens. Uh, there was a repeat. Maybe because you know. your questions are so wordy. <clears throat> Uh, no. You have so many of them. No, no, no. There's ten. Uh, always ten. Uh, All right, Mr. Pinkman, are you ready? Yes. need to roll the dice. We set your handicap at 18. Whatever you roll, we'll take off 18. Oh. What do you got? Six. Oh, hey. too bad. Five yeah. seconds. Plus 12. Ten questions for you, Mr. Pinkman, including the crow question at the end. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky actress Charlotte Ray is dead at 92. Ray played Edna on Different Strokes. Different Strokes ran from 1978 until what year? 1984. How old is former boxing champ Sugar Ray Leonard? 62. The American band called Sugar Ray was formed in what year? 1991. The Sugar Daddy Candy on a Stick was invented in what year? 1931. Daddy Warbucks is a fictional character in the cartoon strip Annie. He made his first appearance in what year? 1927. Annie Leibovitz is an acclaimed American portrait photographer. How old is she? Uh, 56. Talk about portraits. The novel called The Picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde was first published in what year? 1879. Wild Wild Life is a song released by the band called The Talking Heads in what year? 1966. Look Who's Talking is a movie starring John Travolta and Kirstie Alley. It was released in what year? 1979. You know, within 25, you went outright. If Kirstie Alley was a crow in Wichita, Kansas, her place of birth, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Tulsa, Oklahoma? 127. Time. Oh, boy. All right. All right, here we go. All right, then. Let's score this game. Uh, Different strokes ran from 78 until what year? David said. 82. And Pinkman. 84. 1986. Oh, Pinky, that's you. How old is uh, boxer, former boxer, the champ, Sugar Ray Leonard? David said. 62. And Pinkman said the same. Right on the money, both of them. 62. (gasps) All right. Two points. The American band called Sugar Ray formed in what year? David said. 95. Pinkman. 91. 86. Pinkman. Sugar Daddy Candy on a Stick invented in what year, David said? 1949. Pinkman. 31. 1925. Another for Pinkman. Daddy Warbucks made his first appearance in the cartoon strip Annie in what year, David said? 1938. Pinkman. 27. 24. Ooh, Pinky, you're making a sweep here. How old is is acclaimed American portrait photographer Annie Leibovitz, David said? 67 years old. Pinkman. 56. 68. Oh, there you go, David. You're back in it. The picture of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde, first published in what year, David said? 1927. Pinkman. 1879. 1890. Pinkman. Three to go. Wild Wild Life, a song released by the band called The Talking Heads in what year, David said? 88. Pinkman. 66. 86. Oh, David. Look Who's Talking, a movie. It's fairly popular. Movie starring John Travolta and Kirstie Alley, released in what year, David said? 82. Pinkman. 79. 89. Uh, What's the score? Pinky. Uh, Two, three, four. David has five, and Pinky has five, six, seven. Pinkman has seven. Uh Uh-oh. What? Uh Uh-oh. Well, here we go. All right. It's the crow question. Get it within 25, you went outright. Mm -hmm. If Kirstie Alley was a crow in Wichita, I'd never been there. 
Eh, I don't really want to go. It was a crow in Wichita, Kansas, her place of birth. She would have to fly how many miles to reach Tulsa, Oklahoma? David said. 240 miles. Pinky. 127. The answer, 176. Pinkman gets that yes. point. Uh, Sorry, David. And wins the game. Bad luck for you, David. Starts right Uh-oh. now. Oh. Remember, close only oh, counts yeah. in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. pin What's my pin. record? He's now 56 and 50. You edged him out on time, Pinky. Yeah, he had a little stumbling block there. He needed a repeat. Don't we all? Sometimes. David Gates is now on a stand in the Paul Manafort trial. Uh, Rick, Rick Gates? Rick Gates, excuse me. Who yeah. did I say? David. Oh. David. That was the contestant. Burn. Rick D. <clears throat> no. He's a disco duck. Sure. <laughs> See what kind of tweets come out of that one. See he what was happened. the right-hand man to Manafort. Is that the guy? Yes. Yeah. yeah, it was in partnership with Manafort. Mm-hmm. Manafort's now blaming everything on him. Yeah. But the bookkeeper and everybody else says, hey, Manafort mm-hmm. called he all the shots. He knew exactly what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What do we got here? Wake me when it's over. <laughs> when what? The, the, the Manafort thing? The, oh, it's just too oh, much every Russian day. Thing. It's just I know. enough. I, I... It's a great soap opera. The one I like the best is this uh, Russian. Which Russian? Who wormed her way into the National Rifle Association and other conservative groups. Putina? Putina. The redhead? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like the Americans. Hey, isn't that that Canadian fries and gravy thing? Yes. No, that's poutine. Oh. Big Man went to Will's Pub to see Fritz perform George Strait. <laughs> what? How was it? He was really good. I saw the pictures. He looked good. You would have sworn George Strait was right there. Oh, well, let's not, not go overboard. Who draw, I've seen George Strait. No, I know, but if you didn't see Fritz, you would have sworn it was George Strait. George singing. Strait's about a foot Wait. taller than Fritz. Was Fritz singing? Yes, and drumming. Wow. I know, right? And his brother did Travis Tritt. <laughs> On the quarter, call someone who's, who cares. Right. Wasn't yeah. that a Travis Tritt song? Mm-hmm. He done did it. It was a good time, had by all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another band got up and did Dwight Yoakam. Right. A couple of ladies, including Jesse Martins, Joseph's wife, did Dixie Chicks. Fritz wore my cowboy hat all night. He did. He was really thrilled about it. Matched his Izod shirt perfectly. <laughs> and an Izod shirt with an alligator on it? <laughs> no, that's Lacoste, right? Oh, Lacoste, excuse me. It was a pink uh, gingham print Izod shirt he was wearing. Wait, Very isn't, George Strait. Isn't it Izod Lacoste? No. You sure? One's an, different I things. thought it was. Yeah, I connected. Izod's an alligator. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Lacoste too. That's Lacoste. It's a, but I, what's the one with the alligator? I think it Lacoste is that's a it. subsidiary of Izod. Yeah, but the yeah. yeah, there's an association. There's, there there is. definitely they yeah. have the but same alligator. But the Lacoste alligator. is the yeah. original alligator. Correct. They the original polo shirt. Maybe Izod. Izod uh, uh, joined them? with them or bought them I don't or something. Know. I yeah, don't care. there's no question, Jack. It's alligators. Izod. So they wear a big belt buckle. Oh. No, can you believe that? I don't even think he had a belt on. Oh. Hope his pants didn't fall I don't down. think he owns a belt. But you he don't know his... that. Cowboy boots? Oh. I don't think he had boots on either. It might be hard to play the drums with cowboy boots. I don't I'd know. Now, why would so. that be the case? I don't pointy. know. He could pointy toes. And the heel gets in the way of hitting the bass pedal. Then you got spurs. You can't lift your can't lift your toes up as much. Oh, yeah. They... Forget you, about you it. You lean back and all of a sudden your spurs sticking something. Yeah, you think Garth Brooks drummer wears spurs? Forget about mm. it. Mm. 
Mm. Don't even know. I don't know. I, you're right. I don't know. Let's see what else. I went to the game. Was it hot? Ugh. It was it was stinking hot. Orlando the good City. news, yeah, we got there. You know, the, the game started at seven thirty. Yeah, coverage began at seven. Radio coverage. So we we waltz over to we were tailgating, walked over to the stadium. We got there just as they were, you know, trotting out there and getting ready to sing the national anthem. Perfect timing. The sun was just about below the top of the stadium. So for the first maybe ten minutes, it was scorching hot. Once it dropped below and we were in the shade it was fine but boy oh boy for that first 15 minutes it was it was awful i think in one of the first exhibition games nfl games they didn't uh something happened where they didn't show the national anthem and i think maybe on purpose mm. i thought they decided they weren't going to show it i don't know oh it's because they i don't think they wanted to telecast anybody taking a knee if they took a knee i don't think anybody took a knee but they didn't want to take the chance of doing that because everybody gets so damn upset. How dare they do that, stay, whatever. I thought they gave them the option to stay in the locker room. Players could stay in the locker room rather than come it's out. a rip and a half to. Make a production out on the field. You know, uh, stay in the locker production. room. They're just saying, this oh. is my form of protest. I'm not making a big deal. If somebody wants to get upset because somebody's taking a knee, that's their business. Yeah. I tell you, just whatever. a couple years ago, good luck finding the national anthem on the TV coverage of a game. What about now? Because it's become an item, yeah. now they're... It's shown on television as well. Let's get everybody upset. Mm. But not just do it. Just don't do it. I bet you if they had a game, you know, when they play, when they play American football, American type football in London, which they do from time to time. Sure. Yep. Do they play the national anthem? They do. Usually it's where the teams it's representative of the teams. That's why, like, if a Canadian team is playing, whether it's baseball or in MLS, Toronto comes, they'll play the Canadian National Anthem. Yeah, but that's and our then, tradition here. Yeah. Oh, over there? Because over there, they don't play National Anthems for soccer matches or anything. No. So we don't have time for that. Let's play ball. I don't know, but if you commission me, I will go to the next one in London and let you know. With the promise you'd stay there? No. Oh, it's the ow. Phillips file on Real Radio Low oh. 4.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Yeah, the good news is Mo has finished her dog bone. Let's hear what's in Jack's <laughs> audio file. Very uh, delicious. Sports upcoming, but first, the news and uh, reports out of New Mexico. Um, uh, nearly a dozen kids rescued. Actually, they're still looking for the 12th. This is in Taos County, and here is Sheriff Jerry Hogreef describing a compound where they found 11 kids in uh, in pretty bad situation out in New Mexico. Come on, Sheriff. Oh, here we go, Sheriff. Hang on a second. Let's get Sheriff from the beginning here Uh-oh. because Sheriff wants you to hear everything he has to say. <laughs> um, but besides the 11 kids, there were three ladies believed to be the mother of the uh, of all 11 of those kids. Here Pretty he is. Pretty much completely off the grid and right up just literally only a mile or so from the Charles County, Colorado border. So in this northern New Mexico compound, um, they, they have the kids, uh, uh, they were looking for 
a guy named Siraj Waja, Wahaj. It's easy for you to say. Or Waha. Haj. Which Wah- one is it? Wah- He's got a lot of names. That's a lot of name there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's W. His last name is W A H H A, but it says it's pronounced Wahaj. There's like a J in there. Wahaj. He's being sought by police in Clayton County, Georgia, who alleged that he abducted his three-year-old son in December. Right. So they still haven't found that missing boy, but they, in looking for him, found the other, uh, you know, these eleven kids in deplorable conditions. Towers. Yeah, but yeah, they found it. You know, it's it's Taos, right? T A O S. Taos, where Marshall McLeod was from. Taos County. Remember, we just kind of continued uh, trying right. to learn what we could about it, and at some point in there, we kind of believed that this might have a nexus to the missing child in Georgia. Deputies yeah. say the compound was heavily armed with mm-hmm. uh, AR-15, five loaded, thirty-round mags, and four loaded pistols. Children have been placed in emergency protective custody. Yeah. Yes, so. yeah, Marshall McLeod. Dennis Weaver. He's a vegetarian, you know. Dennis Weaver was? Yeah. He died. When did he die? Uh, Last night, I believe. Oh, years no, no, ago, no, no, no. maybe. <laughs> if not longer, I don't know. But he did those ads for uh, yeah. Wells Fargo, and uh, yeah, he was Marshall McLeod. Big mustache? I yeah. picture him with a mustache. Also was on Gunsmoke. Played Chester. Oh, a deputy. Mm-hmm. Had a limp. I'm sorry. I think from the Civil War. Oof. Getting <laughs> deep now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're in the weeds there, Jim. Come back. Uh, Jim, bloody weekend in Chicago. Yeah. Shootings. Oh, um, now as of yesterday, uh, this report said 44 people were shot, five oh. killed in Chicago shootings. Actually, I believe the number is a little higher. It is higher. Yeah. yeah. Now here's police chief, uh, Fred Waller talking about it. We'll also be conducting coordinated enforcement missions to target the individuals that are driving the violence in these areas and focus on where we believe retaliatory violence may occur. Gang violence. I heard Rahm Emanuel. Is he the mayor still of Chicago? Yes. He, he went before the microphones. I thought he was going to cry. He was so passionate about, you know, finding and tamping down this awful violence. Yeah. It was. Yeah. The latest yeah. numbers were 66 people shot, 12 yeah. fatally. Wow. Yeah. What about them Democrats, those Hillary Clinton people in Chicago? What about them? What about mm-hmm. them? That's what they always do. Oh, so, yeah. Look at Chicago. Mm-hmm. Democratic bastion. Look at them up there in Chicago. Yeah, toughest gun laws. Look what it gets you. Mm-hmm. Here's more. We know that some of these incidents were targeted and are related to gang conflicts in those areas. CPD detectives are working around the clock to investigate the incidents. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's a tough situation. I don't know if that's the south side of Chicago where bad, bad Leroy Brown is from. Mm-hmm. I just know there are parts mm-hmm. of Chicago you do not want to go. And there are people who live there. That's true. A lot of them are... It's a great uh, city. I mean, it's just... Uh, I mean, there's a myriad of reasons for this nonsense. hmm Yeah. Well, why not? That's what they... What do they, they say? They'll, they'll always pick out another Who's city. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that well... Yeah, why Chicago? I don't know. What, why what do you mean, why I, Chicago? Why, what? Well, why, why, should, why is violence in Chicago so high as compared to other American cities? Compared to New York City. Because I mean, that's a legitimate question. Because the mayor has nine and a half fingers? Does he? Rahm Emanuel? Yeah, he's missing one. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with the gun violence, no. but you know, I can't imagine him holding his post much longer. Oh, the nine and a half fingers? Yeah. No. Not be- not because like he's missing I a finger. I just think that when you have areas like this with this uh, this level of violence, certainly there are reasons for it. 
Is it an education thing? I, have, is it, I think is it there's a myriad thing? of reasons. I'm not a sociologist, but I would happen to think that there are a lot of things going on, you know, that that lead to this level of violence. How it got to that point, I have no idea. I'm not not smart enough to f- figure that one out. Well, Jim, let's turn the page on this sad, sad news and look at the world of sports. Sports are where we can unite, come together, yeah, sure. and enjoy a level of entertainment. How soon did you leave? I left six when they were doing the video replay. They oh, had seven my. minutes of added time. Yeah. Right? Well, so they scored. That's wrong. They Because it was in the six minute, then they went to video. I know, all right, this is going to take at least three or four minutes. So what? So we started walking down. I they want to up- see you. The players want to see you there. You need to lend them. Celebrate. This is one them. of the reasons maybe hey. one of their, their season is so dismal because people, uh, mm. people, people leave. No, I left my seat. I was still... Oh, here we go. In the stadium when the game ended. No, they want to see you there. Oh, too good bad. job. Fanny good job. in the seats. Fanny 